Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got two games of finals footy kicking off this afternoon. Uh, the Canberra Raiders and the Melbourne Storm is the very first one. We will be getting stuck into a preview of that. If you would like to go back and have a listen to our live reaction to the Panthers win over the Eels last night, we dropped that a little bit early, it was late last night. And then we also had a special podcast on the four coaches that are going around today. Craig Bellamy, Ricky Stewart, Craig Fitzgibbon and Toddy Payton. Their paths have crossed a few times over the last 40 years. A really interesting one for all you rugby league nerds out there like me. Just a reminder as well, tomorrow night, Sunday, 8pm, we will be dropping our 2022 merchandise range for Rugby League Guru. We've got a cracking hat and a tee. The tee that I've been wearing on Bloke in a Bar the last few weeks. Shipping included on all of your orders. Uh, so make sure you get stuck into those. They will be available at www.rugbyleagueguru.com.au tomorrow night at 8pm. So stay tuned for those. Let's get stuck into this game at 5.40 though. 5.40, not 5.30, sorry. I would have had you there early. Let's have a look at the teams. Melbourne Storm, Nick Meany at fullback, David Nofaluma and Xavier Coates on the wings. Marion Seve and Justin Olam in the centres. The money man, Cam Munster in the six, partner with Jerome Hughes in the seven. Jay Brom up front with Big Nass. Harry Grant wears the nine. On the edges, Felice Kafusi and Kenny Bromwich. Josh King named in the 13. Off the bench, Brandon Smith, Tui Kamakamika, Trent Liuru and Chris Lewis. Their extended bench got young Tonamapaya and Jordan Grant. I think they will go 1-17. to 17. The one change might be that Brandon Smith starts in Jersey 13, but I also don't mind the idea of him coming off the bench because I think the Raiders have got a really nice bench there. Let's have a look at the Canberra Raiders. That fullback, the young superstar Xavier Savage on the wings, Nick Kotrick and Jordan Rappanar. In the centres, Matty Tomoko and Sevi Chris, who's been in incredible form this year. Their superstar, Jack Whiten in the 5'8 jersey. Partnered with Jamal Fogarty, had a cracking game last week, absolutely dishing it to the Tigers. Up front, Josh Papali'i and Joey Tapanay, young Zach Wolford lines up in the nine jersey. Hudson Young on his way to a Kangaroos jersey in the back row with Elliot Whitehead. Adam Elliott in the 13. On their bench, 
Tom Starling, Emre Gula, Corey Horsburgh, and Corey Harawera Naira. Uh, on their extended bench, Albert Hopawade and Matt Frawley. I'm expecting both these teams to go 1-17. to There may be changes within each side, uh, but I'm expecting them to go with the 17 that they have named. I was expecting the Melbourne Storm to get the job done at home. I think it will be a little bit closer than what people are anticipating. The Canberra Raiders, their last few games, they've just slapped teams around. And I know that there's the argument out there that that would be a poor preparation for finals footy. But I think the Canberra Raiders, I think they're the exception. I think it'll be really good for them just to come into this final series with a heap of confidence. They're sitting in eighth place. Some would argue they're probably lucky to be there, but they've come in with good form. Arguably, they've come in with their best form they've had over the last few years, to be honest. And that might say crazy, sound crazy considering they've played shit teams, but their attack has just been flowing. Their defense has been good. Normally, everything they do is really clunky at the moment. They're super confident with what they're doing. Absolutely gave it to the Raiders last week, resting Jack White and resting Elliot Whitehead. Some big names there. They get to come back. A lot of confidence in this squad at the moment. The Melbourne Storm, obviously licking their wounds off a loss to the Parramatta Eels last week, where personally, I didn't really think they were in the contest. I think the scoreline really flooded the Melbourne Storm and they managed to pile on a couple of late points. But I thought the Parramatta Eels were the better team by far and away. I am expecting a bounce back this week. I think just being down there in Melbourne, I think that's where they get their little boost here. And I think they will just slightly edge out the Canberra Raiders. But... This is a game that I wouldn't be surprised if there is an upset. It isn't my upset of the week, but I wouldn't be surprised if there is an upset here. I think the Raiders at $3.10 is unbelievable value. Considering that they have a free throw at the stumps, no one's expecting them to win. They're underdogs. This is exactly where Ricky Stewart likes to be. They'll take some risks, and if it works for them and they get on the front foot, we know that the Melbourne Storm, when they get on the back foot, they've really struggled to regather themselves this year. So I I wouldn't rule the Canberra Raiders out by any means. I don't think they can go too far in this competition. But I think today, going down there, the Melbourne Storm, they'll take risks. They'll, they'll throw the ball at the stumps. They'll see what happens. And if it falls their way, they could quite easily pull an upset here. I'm going to take the Melbourne Storm, though. They're at $1.37. Pretty short, um, but probably not as short as, as I probably thought they'd be, to be honest with you. Um, where would I be targeting? Now, if I was the Melbourne Storm, uh, it, it sort of depends on the Canberra Raiders when you can catch uh, <laughs> when you can catch them out. The last few weeks, obviously, they've defended well, but haven't played the best teams in the competition. Uh, I'm not sure if they have like a standout bad edge. I just think you can sort of score points wherever you want with Canberra, depending on where, whether they're on or not. I do think Munster will be the guy. I think Harry Grant as well. He's also going to be lethal there. Uh, it will be a great clash of the forward packs. The Melbourne Storm pack hasn't been going that well over the last few weeks. Weeks. Jesse Bromwich was pretty average last week, as was Kenny Bromwich. Felice Cafusi wasn't at his best. Nass has been playing some good footy. And Brandon Smith, he's going to be the key coming off the bench. Whereas the Canberra Raiders pack, they've been on fire. Josh Papali, he's sort of taken a bit of a backward step um, over the last probably three or four months. But come finals time now, I'm sure that he will step up and really deliver. But by taking a backward step, I just mean that the rest of the pack's been going really well. So Josh has probably been able to rest up and just take it easy a little bit. But he'll be going full throttle come finals time. Joey Tapanay, I think he's the best forward in rugby league right now. He's been the most damaging this year. He's been incredible. Not far behind him is Hudson Young. The way that they're just able to throw the ball to him and he can come up with something out of nothing. 
Along with Adam Mellett, they're really going to miss him next year. This might be his last game in the nation's capital, so he will be up for a big one. And then I love their bench. I love that Emre Guler and Corey Horace, but they come on, they do a job. They're not at the same level as Joe Tapanay or uh, Josh Papali'i, but when they come on, there really isn't that much of a drop for the Canberra Raiders. They're very solid. And then CHN, he is the real wild card in this one, along with Tom Starling. You just, I just got a feeling that one of those two guys is going to have an impact on this game when they do come onto the fields. So the Melbourne Storm need to be aware of them. For me, as I said, I think the Storm, the key point is Brandon Smith. He needs to be the momentum man. I don't know whether they start him or they bring him off the bench. I know that they started incredibly well when he when he played 13 a couple of weeks ago. But when I look at this Canberra Raiders bench and the guys they're going to bring in, I wouldn't mind bringing in Brandon Smith a little bit later. You've always got Trent Leary and Chris Lewis, two very solid guys, but they're not going to have the huge impact that a Brandon Smith could during this game. So I'd be backing my starting 13 to start well, uh, as they always tend to do come finals time, and then bring Brandon Smith into the contest a little bit later. Let's have a look at my same game multi. Uh, I'm a little bit unaware of where to bet on this game, to be honest with you. So I've taken a few try scores. It's coming in at $25. I think this will be my biggest same game multi of the weekend. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not overly confident with it because I'm not quite sure how this one is going to play out. Looking at the overs-unders, I've got no idea. This one could finish 10-8 or it could be a high-scoring affair. I wouldn't be surprised if the Melbourne Storm score a heap of points and the Raiders just find a way to sort of keep up with them. Uh, I've got this same game multi at $25.25, little omen there. I've got the superstars in the Melbourne Storm to score Cam Munster. He's very, very short in this one, but we know that Cam Munster, he absolutely loves the, loves the bright lights and the big stages. I'll back Munster in to score today. I'm also going to take Harry Grant. Hasn't scored a heap this year, but coming out of dummy half, I think he can really trouble some of these big boys for the Canberra Raiders. We know that whenever Brandon Smith has a hit up, you will see Harry Grant. He will take the run straight after that. Nelson and Solomona as well. They're getting the offloads close to the line. I think you could see Harry Grant really tear them apart there. So I'll take Harry Grant and Cameron Munster from the Melbourne Storm for the Canberra Raiders. I'm going to take Nick Kotrick. He's playing on the left wing. That's obviously the strong edge for the Canberra Raiders. It goes Jack Wyden, Hutto Young, Sebi Christ, and then it goes Nick Kotrick. For me, I think the Melbourne Storm will get up and put a lot of pressure on Jack Wyden. They'll want to force him back infield to run. I think that at some point, Jack will be able to identify this, and I can see the cutout ball coming to Nick Kotrick to score there. Jack's done it a couple of times this year. He's improved out of sight. I just think they can get him on that left edge, and I think they'll be rushing in to sort of prevent the damage that Jacko, Hudson Young, Sebi Chris can do, and I think they can find a little bit of space out wide for Nick Kotrick. And then I've just got the Melbourne Storm head-to-head, $1.39, pretty short there. Uh, but, yeah, that's my bet for today. Cam Munster, Harry Grant, anytime try scorers. Nick Kotrick as an anytime try scorer for the Canberra Raiders. And the Melbourne Storm at $1.39 head-to-head there. Uh, we will have a preview of the late game coming a little bit later today on the Rugby League Guru podcast, probably an hour or so. Let me get myself sorted for that one. Probably a little bit more excited about that one, the North Queensland Cowboys and the Cronulla Sharks. I think it's a pretty under underrated game this weekend. It isn't being spoken about as much as it should. Guys, I'm going to attach my coach's clipboard um, podcast that I did earlier in the week to this podcast. If you haven't had to listen to it yet, you can have a listen to it now. A bit more in-depth about the X's and O's of this game and how I see it playing out from the perspectives of one Craig Bellamy to Ricky Stewart. Just a deep dive into how I would go about it if I was coaching these two sides. I'll hand it over now to Coach's Clipboard. 
another instalment of Coach's Clipboard. We're going to dive into the Canberra Raiders versus the Melbourne Storm game, which will be the early game on Saturday afternoon. If you want to have a listen to our Coach's Clipboard from last night, we went through the Parramatta Eels and the Penrith Panthers game, which is going to be an absolute cracker. Before we do get into Coach's Clipboard, we've got merchandise dropping on Sunday night. We'll let you know where and the details and everything, but Sunday night, 8pm. If you'd like to get stuck into a Guru t-shirt, the one I've been wearing on Bloke in a Bar and in all the content over the last few weeks or a Guru hat which you can see on the Instagram page make sure you stay tuned on Sunday night 8pm to grab one of those let's get into Coach's Clipboard and Tuck I'll tell you what I am stoked that Coach's Clipboard is back my favourite little bit of content really interesting game this one the Canberra Raiders and the Melbourne Storm Melbourne Storm the favourites but they do struggle with the Canberra Raiders and I don't think the Canberra Raiders would be worried in the slightest about going down there to Melbourne. In fact, I think they would invite it. So I think it's going to be sensational. The Raiders over the last few weeks, they've been a completely different Raiders to the Raiders that we normally see. They've absolutely smashed teams. They've put 50-odd points on the scoreboard every single week. Granted, playing bang average sides, don't get me wrong, but personally, I think that will favour the Canberra Raiders. I think they'll really enjoy coming into this game with a bit of momentum and a bit of confidence under their belt. Let's have a look at Ricky Stewart's coach's clipboard. I'll tell you what, it'd be a bad day to be Ricky Stewart's clipboard uh, on most days. I think I think he would have gone through his fair whack of clipboards. I think they would have seen and heard some pretty rough shit. Let's get starting, stuck into Ricky's though. Now, the first one, Cameron Munster. He's the first guy that we have mentioned here and um, I'll just read it to you. By far and away, the most dangerous player on the field on Saturday. Bright Lights Munster is a different beast. Safe to assume he will be playing in his fullback role which is terrifying. With him popping up everywhere, communication has to be key and the first contact on Munster has to stick. Easier said than done. Cameron Munster will be the man that Ricky Stewart will need to stop if they are to win this game. We know that Cameron Munster, under the bright lights of finals football, or State of Origin football is at his absolute best. He will stand and deliver in this game. And the Canberra Raiders, they have to somehow find a way to stop him. And to be honest with you, you don't even have to stop him. You just have to minimize the impact that he is going to have on this game because there will be a moment where Cameron Munster will blow it apart, but you can't let him have three or four of these moments. We mentioned first contact with Cameron Munster. When he's playing his best footy, you'll get to the end of the game and you'll see that maybe he scored a try or he had a try assist, but then you you look at the tackle breaks, and when he's got upwards of 8, 9, 10, 11, he can go as high as like 14 tackle breaks in a game. That's when you know Cameron Munster is taking the piss and he's really confident. Even last week against the Parramatta Eels, didn't have his greatest game, but there was moments there where he was running backwards into the defensive line, holding Isaiah Papali'i, laughing at him. That's how confident Cameron Munster is in his own abilities. If you make first contact, you've got to hold on. you just got to fucking hold on for dear life. If he offloads, fine. We can deal with that. But when Cameron Munster starts to break tackles for free like he's done to New South Wales over the last few years that's when you find yourself in serious trouble. Your first contact on Cameron Munster, they have to hold on for dear life and you have to swarm on him and you have to be there to support your teammates in defence. It's going to be a huge test for Ricky Stewart and the Canberra Raiders. The next man, Brandon Smith. I call him this one, Chase the Cheese. The most damaging momentum man in this game. Regardless of him starting or coming off the bench, you somehow need to stop his momentum, but more importantly, slow down his play the ball. The Storm do their best work off the back of Cheese runs. So Brandon Smith, he's been named to start on the bench. I wouldn't be surprised to see him start at 13, but they might want to use his impact coming off the bench. I think the Canberra Raiders, they have got a really strong bench. Personally, I would keep 
heap cheese on the pine. I know when he starts at 13, he's been tremendous. But I look at the Melbourne Storm with, uh, you know, uh, Corey Horsburgh, with CHM, with these sort of guys coming on the field, and with Tom Starling as well. The game can really turn when the Raiders start to use their interchanges. No doubt about it. Tapanay, Papali, they're the best front rowers at the club. But the guys that come on, there isn't really that much of a downgrade because you get a lot of punch through the middle, and then Tommy Starling comes on, and he can cause havoc. So for me, if I was Craig Bellamy, I would be saving Brandon Smith. I'd back my front rowers and Joshy King just to handle themselves for the first 20, 25 minutes. Then I'd be injecting Brandon Smith at that point. And when they do, Ricky Stewart and his Raiders, they have to slow his momentum. You can literally see whenever he runs the football, Jerome Hughes, Cameron Munster, Nick Meany, Harry Grant, they all get on their tippy toes and they're all looking around the defensive line, looking at where the opportunity is because they know that Brandon Smith, he draws in bodies. You need to slow down his momentum. You need to win the tackle. What's winning the tackle? It's getting your marker square in both sets so you're ready to go. Your A, B and C defenders, they need to be alert. We'll talk about that more in a moment. But if Brandon Smith, if he comes on the field and he's at his rampaging best and he's going for six and seven post-contact metres every time and he's getting to his front, that's the most dangerous thing about Cheese because he runs so low, like his centre of gravity is so low to the ground that he tends to win tackles. He'll get a heap of momentum and when he's ready, he'll find his way to the ground. He'll get to elbows and knees and you can't really win that tackle by that point. When you get to elbows and knees, you normally have guys falling off to the side. Your mark has become very, very difficult to get them ready. So you need to be turning him onto his back. You need to try to Thomas be turning him on his side in your tackle realistically, which is incredibly hard to do. We know how strong he is. Now, my next point comes off the back of Brandon Smith and it's meters through the guts. You can see Harry Grant has instructions to run off the back of every Brandon Smith hit-up. This is where Harry can blow you off the park. Every play after a Nelson Asafa Solomona or a Cheese hit-up is do or die for the Raiders. The A, B and C defenders need to be communicating and working together. As we said, the one thing that Cheese does is he sends your markers into disarray. Nelson Asafa Solomona, he is very similar to two very different body shapes, but both cause a heap of havoc. Both leave defenders in their wake and both tend to win most tackles that they go into. Whenever you see a Brandon Smith or a Nelson Asafasola-Mona hit up on third or fourth, especially through the middle, you can bet your dick that the Melbourne Storm are going to flood the middle after that. Now, obviously, your markers, they need to be on to deal with Harry Grant. Your A's and B's need to be keys, but it's your C that tends to be the really important defender when it's Harry Grant because what he tends to do is he tends to jump out. If your markers have done a good job, he'll take on your A's and B's. If they done a good job. He'll come off his left foot if he's going to the right and he'll skim across and he'll hit someone. This is where Jerome Hughes, Cameron Munster, Nick Meany, they do their absolute best work. They are always pushing up around that C defender ready for Harry Grant to come off his inside foot and find them on the outside. And if you do get a Cameron Munster there, especially when they're going over to his edge, he can just tear them apart. He'll be playing fullback, sorry, in this one. He'll be playing that fullback role. So you'll see Munster popping up everywhere and you'll see Harry Grant. He'll he'll take on the markers if they've done a good job, come off his inside foot, look for uh, support runners on the outside. And that's where Cameron Munster, he will be absolutely flying. All that is decimated though if you win the tackle before with Brandon Smith and Nelson Asovasola 
Lamona. If you let them break tackles, get to their front, get quick momentum, let Nelson play the ball without going to the ground, all of a sudden it's over and the Melbourne Storm, they will take advantage of it on the next play and they will all flood the middle. They've done it all year and they will do it again on Saturday. If you do not control the middle and control the meters through the guts there. Harry Grant, he's the very best in rugby league at it. His ruck recognition is fantastic, but just when Nass and Cheese run, regardless of what the ruck looks like, that's when they go and you need to be alert for it. There's the two markers and the three defenders on either side, your A, B and C. So it's about eight guys all together that need to be on high alert every single time one of those two run because Harry Grant, he will take you on. He will pull your pants down and you will see Cameron Munster hitting that line sort of at the C defender every single time. Ricky Stewart, he's got a heap on his plate here. I'm not ruling the Canberra Raiders out though. I genuinely think they can win this game. I think they're really going to trouble the storm, but these are the key things. Cameron Munster, Brandon Smith, and then Harry Grant off the back of Brandon Smith and Nelson Asafa-Solomona hit-ups. That's where they will really tear you to pieces. Let's have a look on the other side. Another clipboard that I'm sure would get an absolute fucking beating. Craig Bellamy. The great Craig Bellamy. We know that he has made finals footy his bread and butter over the last 20 odd years his record speaks for itself an incredible coach and we know that what Craig Bentley does when he gets to finals footy you look over the years whether it's 2012 against the Canterbury Bulldogs he takes their absolute best strike weapon he makes him irrelevant Ben Barber 2009 when they took on the Parramatta Eels Jared Hayne was on a little run of form that I don't think we'll ever see emulated Tommy Turbo was probably the closest but Hayne went all the way to the grand final doing it made him completely irrelevant in that grand final. This is what Craig Bellamy does. He takes away your absolute strike weapon. If you're going to beat us, you're going to have to beat us in a way that you're not comfortable with. You're going to have to beat us in a different way to how you probably beat 13 other teams in this competition. The way that the Canberra has been beating a lot of teams, in my opinion, is through Joe Tapanay. He has been the most destructive forward in rugby league this year. He has been fucking incredible. It is just crazy, his form this year. The Melbourne Storm, they need to find a way to stop Joe Tapanay. I don't think you can stop him. I think you can minimize the impact that he has on games. I think he's a little bit similar to Munster in that regard. He's still going to go for big meters, but you can't have him offloading and tackle breaking and just wreaking havoc. That offload that he's got, it absolutely kills teams, especially when Tom Starling is on the field. Xavier Savage is always um, sniffing around him whenever he's in his hit-ups looking for that offload, so they need to be aware of that. Stop Joe Tapanay. Easier said than done, but you need to find a way to limit the impact that Tapanay can have. History tells us that Craig Bellamy is the king of taking your biggest weapon out of the contest in the finals. Tapanay will be a huge test. I'm not quite sure how you stop Joey Tapanay, to be honest with you. His work ethic is incredible. His size obviously speaks for itself, and he's got really fast feet around the ruck as well. He doesn't throw willy-nilly offloads. He picks his moments, but he puts his body in really good positions to offload. The Canberraiders, no doubt about it, they will want want to upset the Melbourne Storm. History also tells us the Melbourne Storm, they don't really like playing, so they don't like defending second phase footy. This is why over the years, the New Zealand Warriors have sort of troubled them. The Canberra Raiders have sort of troubled them. Second phase footy, it's a little bit unpredictable. It's a little bit played off the top of your head, but this is what suits the Canberra Raiders. With guys like Xavier Savage and Jack Wyden, they'll play really well off offload, so they need to stop Joey Tapanay offloading that ball. Even a guy like Hudson Young off an offload, you get the ball to him, he can create something out of nothing. My next point, defending the left 
edge. The left edge for the Canberra Raiders has been sensational in the back end of the year. you got Jack Wyden, Hudson Young, Sebastian Chris. These three have been on fire. Jack Wyden had the week off last week, so he will be fresh coming into this one. We know that the most dangerous part of Jack Wyden's running, of his game, is his running game. I'd be trying to push him to run, and I'll tell you why. I'll read it out to you now. Defending the left edge. The Raiders' left edge has been on fire over the last month. Chris and Hudson Young, in particular, have gone to another level. Jack is the man to stop here, though. I would be shooting on Jack and forcing him infield as much as I can on Saturday. The middles need to be trailing at all times. For me, I think the former Sebastian Chris and Hudson Young has just been too dangerous to go up against that right edge for the Melbourne Storm. Both the Melbourne Storm wingers, regardless of who's on that right edge, they do struggle defensively as well. And th- there is no doubt in my mind that this is something that Jack Whiten will identify and they will be trying to get out to that edge. For me, I think you need to shoot up you need to cut that off. Jack Wyden, he's improved a lot. He's ball playing. I'm still not going to back him, though, to land that cutout pass to that winger, so I'd be shooting in. I'd be trying to force Jack Wyden infield as much as I possibly can. He is lethal when he comes off that left foot. There is no doubt about it, but I would go and make a real effort to shoot up on him, force him back infield, and then your middle defenders, they need to be alert and ready because every time they go down that left, they are absolutely ripping teams to apart, to apart at the moment. For me, I'm shooting up on Jack Wyden. I'm giving him no no time to think. I'm giving him no time to go out the ball to Xavier, just go out the back to Xavier Savage. I'm giving him no time to put Hudson Young into space. I'm getting up on him. I'm making my contacts. If I'm not making contact with him, I'm forcing him off his left foot, bringing him infield, and that's when you just compress on the middle and you swarm on Jackie Boy Whiten. His most dangerous part of his game is his running game. I'm not denying that, but I would rather see him run than take on that left edge because they have been sensational. They obviously said before, Joe Tapanay is their best strike weapon. When it comes to scoring points, it has to be Jack Whiten and you need to be alert around him. That's how I would be handling that left edge. I'll be very keen to see how Craig Bellamy does handle it, though. Now, the last point for Craig Bellamy. The Raiders bench. Now, I think they've got a really underrated bench. I'll read this to you. The Raiders have a very underrated bench. Guler and Horsburgh get through a stack of work and hold their own. It's Starling and CHN that are the X factors here, though. There are, they are two guys that can turn this game on its head when they're fresh. Need to be a big watch on these two. We've obviously seen Tommy Starling, when he's doing his absolute best work, it will be off the back of your big front rowers, your Emre Goulers, your Corey Horsby, your Joe Tapanes, these sort of guys. He has got a brilliant running game. We haven't seen as much of it this year as what we would have liked, but I have no doubt about it that this weekend we will see a little bit of Tom Starling magic if the Raiders win the middle. He's sort of been a stand and deliver guy all year, but you've seen the Raiders get more and more on the front foot the last few weeks. They'll be feeling confident. If they do win the middle, I think you'll see a lot of Tom Starling and he could cause absolute havoc for this Melbourne Storm team. The other one is CHN. He's the real wild card in this team. Started at the Panthers a couple of years ago. Found himself at the Canterbury Bulldogs. Got himself in a bit of Barney rubble there. Has now ended up at the Canberra Raiders. And at the start of the year, we spoke a lot about... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
one of these back rowers is going to be a star, Hudson Young or CHN. It's turned out to be Hudson Young. CHN's floated around in reserve grade and stuff. He's now on the bench. We've seen it time and time again, the impact that he can have on games, especially in the back end when he comes on very fresh. He can score a try out of absolutely nowhere. He can palm three or four off, find an offload. He can score off kicks. He can do it all. I think he's one of the most underrated guys in this competition, CHN. He's a guy that the Melbourne Storm need to be watching. They need to be alert whenever he is on the field because he can pop up absolutely anywhere and he can cause havoc for defenders wherever he is. That Raiders bench is going to be key. You're going to have to survive the onslaught of Joey Tapanay and Josh Papali'i up front in the early 20, 25 minutes, probably longer for Joe Tapanay. But then these other guys come on and Corey Horsburgh, he does a job. Emre Gula does a job. It's CHN when he comes on that he becomes very hard to handle and Tom Starling, he's the other one that could blow them apart. Personally, I think the Melbourne Storm do win this one at home. I think it'll be a little bit closer than what people are probably uh, expecting. I think the Canberra Raiders put up a really good fight. They've got a free throw at the stumps here. No one's expecting them to win. They're coming in confident. They're coming in essentially full strength. It is a fantastic opportunity for the Raiders to go down and play one of their arch rivals, take them on in their backyard and spoil their party. For me, the Melbourne Storm, I think they get this one done. We'll have a couple of same-game multis that we'll be getting on on Saturday. We'll have them posted on the podcast that morning, so stay tuned for those. But that's our coach's clipboard for Craig Bellamy and for Ricky Stewart. This game's going to be sensational. The first game on Saturday, cannot wait for it. We've got our last two installments of Coach's Clipboard. The remaining two games, you've got the Sydney Roosters and the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Cronulla Sharks and the North Queensland Cowboys. They will all be available on the Rugby League Guru Podcast tomorrow. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.